On December 22, 1962, one month before The Feminine Mystique hit the bookstores, the Saturday Evening Post published a cover article purporting to offer a portrait of the typical American woman. The opening page featured a photo of Mrs. Charles Johnson, surrounded by her husband and children. I just want to take care of Charlie and the children, the caption explained. Summing up what the reader soon learned was the collective attitude of American women in toto. The Post story was based on more than 1,800 interviews and extensive polling by the Gallup organization. According to the author, George Gallup, it was not intended to examine the extremes among American women. Old maids, divorced women, childless women, and working mothers certainly existed in America, he acknowledged. But they were of concern mainly to sociologists, because they are unusual and exist in a society that is not geared for them. The article's aim was to portray how most American women lived and thought. As depicted in the Post article, the typical American woman, the one for whom American society was geared, was 35 years old, had two children, but was hoping for a third, and was a full-time homemaker. She had completed slightly more than three years of high school and had been happily married for 14 years. And unstated though this was, she was white. These demographic details meant that the woman they were describing had been born in 1927, just seven years after women won the vote. As a young child, she would have experienced the Great Depression and almost certainly been aware of the tensions in the household as her parents struggled to get by. She had lived through World War II in her teen years, married a few years after the war's end, and was now taking care of her husband and raising children. But of course the post-survey included many slightly older women who had married before or during World War II, as well as some who had started their families more recently. Other publications and commentators, the post-editors wrote in the teaser for the article, had variously described American housewives as lonely, bored, lazy, sexually inept, frigid, superficial, harried, militant, and overworked. But the truth was that they were doing fine. While 40% of housewives admitted they sometimes wondered whether they would have been better off as a single career woman, only 7% said they were sorry they chose marriage over career. As one put it, I'm my own boss. My only deadline is when my husband comes home. I'm much more free than when I was single and working. A married woman has it made. Not surprisingly, given the contrast between their experience as housewives in the newly prosperous 1950s and their still vivid memories of the hardships of the Depression and World War II, Three out of four women felt that they got more fun out of life than their parents. Almost 90% of the married women said that homemaking tasks were easier for them than they'd been for their mothers, and 60% believed that their marriages were happier than those of their parents. The typical housewife, the Post reported, spent several hours each day cleaning house and taking care of children, but also had time for telephone chats, personal visits, and hobbies, such as sewing, reading, or gardening. In fact, observed Gallup, few people are as happy as a housewife. 
American housewives are content, asserted Gallup, because they know precisely why they're here on Earth. Unlike men, women do not need to search for a meaning in life. Practically every one of the 1,813 married women in the survey said that the chief purpose of her life was to be either a good mother or a good wife. The housewives expressed deep satisfaction about motherhood and often described childbirth as the high point of their lives. But the pollsters observed, it takes more than motherhood to make a woman completely happy. It also takes a man. And not just any man. He must be the leader. He cannot be subservient to the female. Women repeatedly told the interviewers that the man should be number one. One woman who had worked at a paid job for ten years before quitting to get married commented that a woman needs a master-slave relationship, whether it's husband and wife or boss secretary. Another explained that being subordinate to men is a part of being feminine. A third wife declared that what made her feel equal was that she always put her husband first and spent her spare time broadening her interests so I won't bore him.